Guys, there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with my man, Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, guys. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, uh, Dad is still away. He's gone, so we're going to see what kind of trouble we can still get up to at home. All right, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whenever you listen to this fine podcast. It's July something. Rumor has it it's July 12th. I can't confirm nor deny that. Um, What I can confirm is that, guys, I do have some good news for today's episode. That's right. Will Hunter is returning. I also got some bad news. Not until tomorrow. Um... Yeah, sorry if I got your hopes up there. It is still just me, uh, your host today, Matt Sheehan, bringing you through the next half hour of your green and white Monday that you're having. Um, and we're going to try to mix it up here today. Uh, first segment, I obviously got to talk about the big commitment that we got set into the weekend with. Second segment, you know, we're going to push the mailbag aside for a little bit and do some trivia just on your own 10 questions we'll see how that goes uh and then of course segment three once again it's you know it's the off season we're gonna of course dive into this mailbag here um that's right guys uh make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast um and let's just get rocking and rolling here um guys friday rolls around and we get some fan Fantastic news. Actually, oh, sorry, lied. It was Thursday. <laughs> Already on a roll. Thursday, a gentleman by the name of Jack Nickel, 6'4", 230-pound Jack Nickel, out of Alpharetta, Georgia. That's right, the three-star tight end prospect commits to Michigan State. That's good news because we're a Michigan State podcast, and we're going to talk about that. Um, No doubt about it, big time commit yes i know a three star another three star i'm one of those people that at times have been a little okay nice three stars let's let's get the four stars rolling in here mel not 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 with this guy not with uh mr jack nickel here no this is uh not all three stars are built the same this is an example of a guy that's on the upper echelon of three stars that you do absolutely want as a plan a recruit and that's what msu got so a little bit of background on Mr. Nickel here. Like I said, three-star on the 24-7 sports composite. He is a .8784 three-star, so pretty high up there in the three-star hierarchy. Uh, he's just outside the top 500 for all players nationally. He's the number 23 tight end prospect overall, the number 48 player in the state of Georgia, and if you're anywhere in the top 50, heck, even in the top 70 in the state of Georgia, that means you could play some ball, and Jack Nickel does. Um, he was, at one point, committed to Notre Dame, as you may know, until April, when Notre Dame kept pursuing other tight ends for their, albeit incredible class, that they're building right now. I believe Notre Dame is three nationally, so... Any kid that got recruited over Jack Nickel, I, you know, no harm, no foul. And we'll get to that later. Now, uh, Nickel also held offers from LSU, 
Penn State, Oregon, Florida State, Miami, uh, pretty much every other Big Ten team, save for a few. Um, yeah, it, really what the offer sheet says is that he was highly sought after, and not just from your middling programs, but also a few programs that, yeah, take football pretty dang serious and are pretty good at it as well. No doubt this was a plan A guy for Michigan State, Mel Tucker, Ted Gilmore, and the gang. Um, so now, right now as it stands, Nickel is the second highest rated guy in the Michigan State class behind, of course, soon to be four star Caden Hauser. And that brings MSU up to 30th nationally on 24 seven sports and sixth in the big 10. Uh, that is the fourth kid from Georgia to commit to the Spartans. Look at you go, Mel getting back to your old stopping grounds and just, mm, Reeling in kids. Love that. And uh, the second tight end commit overall in the class, joining Mike Masunas out of Arizona. The kid with the 13-foot wingspan. Um, about Nickel, uh, just go to more into his game. Uh, six foot four tight end. And also, well, he's been six foot four since eighth grade, so he's spent a few years into his body. He's probably pretty comfortable in it by now, and he sh- certainly shows it on tape. Uh, he is a great blocker for a tight end, especially uh, pass protection, downfield blocking. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's what you're looking for, no doubt, from a high school prospect in the blocking category. And of course, what highlight tape isn't complete, even for a blocking tight end, without a few routes, a few catches, a few touchdowns. So yeah, uh, widely regarded as a blocking tight end, but no question about it. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's a tight end. He's got the ability to run some routes, grab some balls. Um... Like I, listen, like, I don't want to oversell it. I, I, I don't think I, I will, but I think it's just being honest that, yeah, any plan A tight end commit that you can get with this staff, especially in the times that MSU is in right now, is awesome. Uh, not really a secret that tight end play hasn't probably been the shining star in the program for quite some time, maybe since Josiah Price has left. That was a while ago. Missy Josiah. Um, it's also come out too in the last few months that uh, true freshman Cameron Allen could be heavily in the mix at tight end this year. That's awesome for Cam Allen. No doubt that he's going to be a fine player, but on one hand, it speaks to how good Cam is, but on the other hand, hmm, kind of speaks to what you have already going on in the tight end room. Uh, once again, we're going into a season where you hope that Trenton Gillison, the former four star can take that leap. You have Tyler Hunt, who, by all accounts, fine tight end. Will is really big on him. At the end of the day, though, whew, that it, it's still a punter that you're transferring into a tight end. Um, so, yeah, I think there's snaps to be had early here for Jack Nickel. Um, if Cam Allen is going to come here and start competing for a spot early, I, I've got no doubt that Nickel could also be a guy like that as well. Um, it's great. It's awesome for MSU. Hopefully it's awesome for Nickel as well as far as early playing time. But yeah, definitely no question about it. It, it, It's a big commit. I know if you're still hung up on the whole three-star thing, I get it. I believe you. I hear you. I know you probably hear us say this a lot of times about a lot of kids, but this one especially is, yeah, this is a three-star that you could certainly, certainly be happy about. Yeah. He's he's Notre Dame scraps. (laughs) Great. 
That's awesome. You see the kind of guys Notre Dame's getting to play tight end for them? My God, I would love their B-list kids. I would love their F-list kids at Michigan State. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Uh, I, I like the staff going after him immediately after the decommit and making it happen. All right, guys. Uh, speaking of making it happen, we're going we're gonna to kind of mix things up next segment. Uh, I'll explain, to, explain it to you more on the other side of this break, uh, but it's going to be trivia. But before any trivia, guys, let's just get a trivia question out of the way right now. How does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious food? All right. I'll just tell you right now. The short answer is, guys, they have the access to the right kitchen tools, and that is where the fine folks at Made In step in. Maidens, professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making great food at. Um... Like me, like, uh, you know me on this podcast, I, I, Will carries me through every podcast, I, I, I'm dragged through the kitchen many a times, but Made In is helping me, I got the blue carbon pan, ooh, that's nice baby, that keeps a nice even temperature around the entire thing, cook some chicken in there, cook some whatever you want in there, it's going to come out mighty fine, that's right, and guys, what's even better than great cookware, I'd say a nice promo code. How about a nice promo code? Because we got one for you right here. Maiden's got one for you. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On. Don't put a space in there. That'd be very, very silly. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. That's right, guys. 15% off, Locked On. Go to madeincookware.com backslash Locked On and use promo code Locked On for 15% off your first order. Guys, I'm going to give it to you at least one more time here. That's madeincookware.com backslash Locked On and use promo code Locked On. 15% off your first order. Made In, baby. So Will's still gone. He's golfing, casino, diving, canyon hiking. I, whatever he's doing, he's not here. So, guys, that means I get to uh, I get to let it rip on a segment that I did not run by him whatsoever. Uh, really only ran it by people on Twitter in a one-hour poll. Hey, should I do this? And the overwhelming response was yes. So let's go for it. Guys, that's right. We got some trivia coming down the pipeline for you. Um, I would love to make this a whole contest and have prizes and everything and yada, yada, yada. But I I don't see how that happens because I'm going to give you guys 10 questions. I I don't see how prizes are given in a a, a true format because I could just see everyone hitting me up on Twitter being like, yeah, I got 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah, I got 10 out of 10, too. So this is all just to uh, test your mettle here on this fine Monday. Just to give yourself some pride points, maybe uh, to get you off into the week on a high note. Or low note, we'll see how this goes for you. I don't think I made these questions too difficult. We're going to alternate one basketball, one football, one basketball, one football. Just tally it up at home. I'll give you time to write them down. And then, of course, I'll go over all the answers at the very end. And hopefully we have fun. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Sheehan underscore sports. Let me know how you did. Reach out to Will on Twitter and let him know how you did so he knows that the segment may have worked. I don't know. He's at Will underscore underscore Hunter. All right, that's that's enough plugging this. You guys get it. It's, it's trivia. It's, you know, I ask a question, you answer it. So let's just dive right into this right now. Question one of ten. Question one of ten. How many Final Four cities has MSU men's basketball played in? 
how many Final Four cities has MSU men's basketball played in? Not asking how many Final Fours. I'm asking how many cities of Final Fours that they've played in. Okay, that's question one. Question two. Antoine Simmons and Noah Harvey each racked up 11 tackles against Michigan last season. Who were the last two teammates to record double-digit tackles in the same win against Michigan? Antoine Simmons and Noah Harvey each racked up 11 tackles against Michigan last season. Who were the last two teammates to each record double-digit tackles in the same win against Michigan? Guys, how many NBA dunk contests featured a former Michigan State player? That's question three. Excuse me. Missed that. Question three. How many NBA dunk contests featured a former Michigan State player? Number four, quick question. How many sections are in the lower bowl at Spartan Stadium? Number four. How many sections are in the lower bowl at Spartan Stadium? If you're someone that's out of town and don't get to a lot of state games, I, I apologize. Come on up. Go count the sections with us next time you're up here. Number five, number five, number five. This was an anomaly that I found very interesting, so I made it a question when I was researching some uh, trivia tidbits here. In their 2005 Final Four run, three players each scored a combined 35 points in the Duke and Kentucky games. Of course, the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight games. Who were those three players? In their 2005 Final four runs. Three players scored a combined 35 points. So each of these three players over the two games combined for 35 points on the dot. Against Duke and Kentucky, who are those three players? All right, the other side of the hill here. We're at question six. Holding win streaks of eight games and five games, respectively, which two teams does MSU have their longest current Big Ten winning streak against in football? Holding win streaks of eight games? In five games, which two teams does MSU have their longest current Big Ten winning streak against? And number seven, back to basketball. While not as big as the gridiron comeback in 2006 against the Wildcats, MSU basketball erased what biggest deficit against Northwestern in 2017? While not as big as the gridiron comeback in 2006 against the Wildcats, MSU basketball erased what biggest deficit against Northwestern in 2017? Question 8. Per the 24-7 Sports Composite, who was the highest-ranked recruit in the... Sorry, Mel Tuck. The Mark D'Antonio era. Per the 24-7 Sport Composite, who was the highest-rated recruit in the Mark D'Antonio era? And guys, i got to stop myself. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to 7. That comeback was in 2018, not 17. I just read that again, and that didn't seem right, so I just looked it up. I don't think that affects the question that much. I'm sure you know what game I'm talking about. I digress. Question 9. Draymond Green had his number 23 retired in 2019. Who is the second most recent Spartan to have their number retired? Draymond Green had his number 23 retired in 2019. Who is the second most recent Spartan to have their number retired? And question 10, guys, you know I had to throw this athlete in here. Of course, I'm talking about my guy, Kirk Cousins. In the box score, how long was the pass from Kirk Cousins to Keith Nickel in the famous Rocket game? 
In the box score, how long was the pass from Kirk Cousins to Keith Nickel in the famous Rocket game? That's a question. That's uh, that's up for you to answer. All right, guys, those are the 10 questions. Hopefully you guys have some time to stew on them. I will go through one by one. I'll give a little pregnant pause for any final answers, and then we'll rip away these answers here. How does that sound? Good? All right, I can hear you. Awesome. Great. Question one. How many Final Four cities has MSU men's basketball played in? That would be seven different cities. They've played in Indianapolis in 2015, 2010, and of course 2000. That's one. Detroit in 2009. That's two. Kansas City. Of course, we all remember this one in 1957. Who can forget? Minneapolis in 2019 and 2001. That's four. Tampa, 1999. St. Louis, 2005. And last but not least, the Magic Man played in Salt Lake City in their final four back in 1979. So the final answer, seven. Question two. Antoine Simmons and Noah Harvey each racked up 11 tackles against Michigan last season. Who were the last two teammates to each record double-digit tackles in the same win against Michigan? That might come off uh, as a trick question in hindsight because the answer is just their last one before uh, this previous season. Of course, it was just the 2017 game and the two teammates that each had 10 tackles in that game were Kari Willis and Joe Bocci. Kari Willis and Joe Bocci was the final answer there. Just 2017, that's the last time two teammates did that against Michigan. How many NBA dunk contests featured a former Michigan State players? Question three. And the answer to that question would be five. There are three Spartans that have done it. Miles Bridges in 2019, Shannon Brown in 2010, and here's the kicker, Jason Richardson in 2002, 2003, and 2004. So maybe that's a question you'd have to listen close to, is how many NBA dunk contests featured a former Michigan State player, and that'd be five between the three of those players. Shout out to Jason Richardson, doing it thrice. Question four, the quick question, how many sections are in the lower bullet Spartan Stadium? It's 30, baby. It's 30. I know that because I usually uh, sat in section 16, and that was at one end of the end zone. Look right across from me, and that's where 30 and 1 both meet. So that is 30. All right, guys. uh, The 2005 Final Four run. Three players each scored a combined 35 points over the Duke and Kentucky games. Who were those three players? Now, if you asked me this before I looked up, I would have guessed Drew Neitzel. Not the case. It is instead... One of my other favorite players of all time, Paul Davis, and two incredible players, Shannon Brown and Mo Ager. Paul Davis, Shannon Brown, Mo Ager, each over the two games combined for 35 points in those wins. It's a little fun fact for you right there. Holding win streaks of eight games and five games. Which two teams does MSU football have their longest current Big Ten winning streak against? I went with two teams here because I think a lot of people would know the first one. It's Purdue. MSU has beaten Purdue eight straight games for their longest Big Ten win streak currently. And Minnesota is the second team. They have beaten the Gophers five games in a row. So it is Purdue, it is Minnesota. Yes, it probably would have been like teams like Rutgers or Illinois or... Indiana or Nebraska, those games haven't gone great lately. So that'll snap a streak. But regardless, Boilermakers, suck it. Gophers, suck it. All right. 
Question seven, while not as big as the Great Iron Comeback in 2006 against the Wildcats, MSU basketball erased what biggest deficit against Northwestern in 2018? 2018. Give me a few more seconds to think about that one. Okay, great. It's 27 points. 27 points was the biggest deficit the Spartans faced, not in Evanston, but in Rosemount uh, for that little game in 2018. A lot of fun. Uh, question eight, per the 24-7 Sports Composite, who was the highest rated recruit of the Mark D'Antonio era? Gotta say off the top of my head, my guess would have been Ron. The correct answer is William Golston. For some reason, my hindsight, I thought it was Malik McDowell, but no, nope, it's William Golston. He was the highest rated recruit in the Mark D'Antonio era. Guys, two more questions to go and then we'll kick it to segment three. Question nine, Draymond Green had his number 23 retired in 2019. Who is the second most recent Spartan to have their number retired? Maurice Peterson and his number 42. That ceremony was held in 2009. So a decade between retired numbers. And last but not least, question 10. In the box score, how long was the pass from Kirk Cousin, friend of the program, Kirk Cousins, that is, had to stop myself, to Keith Nickel in the famous Rocket game? Throw your fours up, baby. 44 yards. That's how long the pass was on the box score. And that... Is trivia. Um, again, no prizes. Uh, tweet at me, and, and I'll give you like a thumbs up. Or so. I don't know. I'll, I'll do something very underwhelming, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, guys, let me know if you like that or not. Honestly, if you didn't like that, let me know. Feedback is crucial. I could take it. Um, if, if you can't take feedback on what's a bad segment, well then, if, if we're just going to keep on having these bad segments then. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Segment three. We got two mailbag questions from one Thomas Zambiasi, I'm sure I'm saying that name very wrong. But first, the beautiful people at Built Bar have dropped a limited time flavor. Yes, we are talking about the Grasshopper Cookie Built Bar. My goodness, this is their version of just picture yourself in a grocery store walking out. There's a Girl Scout troop right there hawking their delicious cookies. What's in the green box? Thinmints. That is what Built Bar wants to send essentially to you. They want to send you their version of a Thin Mint cookie, but in a delicious, low-calorie, high-protein, low-sugar protein bar. I'll shoot you straight, guys. We got sent some samples uh, a few weeks ago. Will got his before mine. Will's a very subdued guy. Plays it close to the chest. Vest, whatever the saying is. He said that they... Slapped. I couldn't believe he even used that word because whew, that must mean they're really good. Guys, power through mine when I got my box. They live up to the hype. I cannot believe how delicious they are because, let's be honest, Built Bar sets a high bar <laughs> for themselves. Pun not intended, but I appreciate what I did there. All right, guys, I'm starting to lose it here. Um, Point blank, Built Bar, so many great flavors for you guys. They got their nine standard flavors. You can get the mix box where you do get those nine flavors, two of each. That adds up to some big number. All the protein bars are in the wheelhouse of 17, 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, just 4 or 5 grams of sugar, only 4 or 5 grams of net carbs, and it's so good, guys. What's even better, though? That's right, another 15% off promo code for you. Use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's right, promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. Locked on. 15% 15% off your order. Mail time! 
that's right, guys. Of course, we got to crack open the mailbag here. Thank you so much for all your mailbag questions over the last few weeks, months, however long we've been doing this offseason stuff for. Uh, if you ever have any mailbag questions, hit me up, Sheehan underscore sports on Twitter. Hit us up on Gmail at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. I've had two people reach out to me in my Instagram DMs to ask mailbag questions. Um, if you want to do that, by all means, go for it. Uh, I don't recommend following me on Instagram unless you just want to be smacked upside the head with 85 pictures of my child a day. Um, hey, if that's, if that's what you want to do, go, go for it. I, who am I to say? Thomas Zambiasi. Zambiasi. Tommy Z. Uh, you know, Tommy Z. That's what I'm going to go with right here. Tommy Z, the man. He reached out to us at LockdownSpartans at gmail.com to hit us with two questions. And I love this first one. I mean, who like I love both, but this is a great one. Very creative. There's plenty of debate about where up north begins in Michigan. That's fair. But where would you say the line between the east side and west side of the state is? He says Hagedorn Road, personally. Is it even a line, or is there a zone in between? That's really neither. Looking at the state of Michigan, if you just want to smash that into your phone right now, like Google Maps or whatever, like East Lansing is pretty smack dab in the center of the state, just, just eyeballing it. Um, a little east, maybe, if anything, but yeah, it's uh, it's right there. I think that there, I got two answers. One, mentally for me, it's the road sign on 96 that says uh, Spartan Stadium exit here. That's probably my dividing line of the state, east and west. But more specifically and probably more universal, and it could be even more correct, honestly, is probably either where Grand River and Michigan Avenue kind of dissect there, kind of go there each their own ways. It's the tip of MSU's campus. If you're looking at a map, that looks to be the dividing line of the state. Or simply put, Abbott Road. Abbott Road, little known fact, you could just take all the way up to the UP, basically. Um, don't know how many people know that. Actually, don't do that. that. That's a lie. I made that up right there on the spot. That's No, don't do that. Um, it's got to be probably... I'm going to lock in a final answer. Abbott Road. It would be... uh, No, more specifically, it is the bar in the dance floor area of Dublin Square. Maybe about like three bar stools in. That's right there, the the dividing line. Uh, Back when I was there, the back room always had like Chris Brown music videos going on. Awesome time. $2 Coronas. Yeah, that is the definitive... Uh, border of the east and west part of the state right there. Question two, more MSU-centric, although I guess that one was as well since it's in East Lansing. He writes in, You're sitting at a home game at Spartan Stadium and things have started to go a little sideways for MSU as they sometimes do. <gasps> no, they don't. That never happens. Thankfully, Bill Beekman himself, of course, I'm sure he's a listener of this pod, uh, has given you control of the video boards and will allow you to put on a movie, TV show, or live TV, or even a video game, I guess. Let's assume they have consoles hooked up to those screens to distract slash entertain the crowd, liven up the team, etc. What do you choose to put on and why? How do the crowds or teams react? If I wanted to make the football team feel good about themselves, like a good morale boost. I would just put on literally any video game. I'm trash at video games. So I guess like call of duty, like be like, Oh yeah, you guys think you're doing bad. Don't worry. You can't be doing any worse than I am at call of duty right now. Uh, no, on a real note, let's take a trip to one of my favorite YouTube channels. 
everyone's favorite YouTube channel if you're a Spartan fan, Andy HRCMB. If you're not clued into who he is or what that channel is, it's just the greatest hits of Michigan State sports. Let's say MSU is just getting piped by Ohio State like they were last year. Let's just relive the glory days. Everyone came here on this beautiful fall Saturday to enjoy themselves, cheer for the green and white. Yes, we're getting just 50 piece in the third quarter to Ohio State. Who remembers the Rose Bowl? How about when we beat Ohio State to get to that Rose Bowl? How about the other time we beat Ohio State on their senior night? Pick from any catalog of Ohio State games. Or, if you're afraid that would fire up OSU even more and make them score 90 points against us, play literally any Michigan game from the last, like, what, 13 years where we've beaten them. Like that, Fire up the crowd. Maybe it even motivates the players like, hey, this, is, this, disgust, this right here on the field is disgusting to all of us. This is what we demand. These are the results that we aspire to and expect when we come to Spartan Stadium. I really doubt that works as a motivation tactic, but it's that's my best shot right there, probably. Part two of my on a serious note for this super hypothetical. It's a bad game this happened at. Uh, it was the MSU-Illinois game which was a tough enough sell to go to to begin with. One of the reasons it was a tough sell, too, it was number one Alabama versus number two LSU. Now, there's no way this would happen. It would be a really bad look to just air another college football game on while your team is playing a college football game. But, man, I would just love if there was a way to just kind of stream other games I don't know, make the giant scoreboard in the south end of the stadium like a sports book. Just dial it up to like 20 different screens, 20 different games going on. Wildly disrespectful to the players in the field. (laughs) But, you know, I got to say, I can't lie. I did pull up that LSU-Alabama game from my seat, from my phone, burnt up all the data that uh, we had in our phone plan. Uh, And, yeah, it would have just been nice to just have that on the big screen. Again, I know it's a total fantasy and... Yeah, it's never ever going to happen, but in a perfect world, which Tommy Z has brought us into, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm just going to go with whatever the game of the week is for that week, or even if it's another stinker, just throw that game up too. You know, we like to fly around the country every so often at Spartan Stadium, get some scores. Let's get the actual game footage in there. What do we say? All right, guys. That was a lot of me rambling. You are going to be saved tomorrow by the one, the only Will Hunter. He's going to be back on the pod, provided he survives his bachelor party. Who's to say? Uh, But first, guys, uh, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Lockdown Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. I've been on it. Will's been on it. It's a good time. Uh, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, have a beautiful week. Love you all. Go green.